Welcome to the Taxman podcast, the number one source for everything on tax and corporate laws of India. This week's podcast aims to summarize the top tax and corporate law stories from the 15th to the 20th November 2021. We love to call them the Big 5. The biggest news of the week was the relief that Mumbai ITAT allowed to BCCI stating that the organization isn't engaged in commercial activities as funds generated from IPL are used to promote cricket. The court has ruled that the prime character of popularizing cricket is not lost just because a sports tournament is structured to make it more popular resulting in more paying sponsorship and greater mobilization of resources. It is indeed possible that the predominant object remains the promotion of cricket but the activity is done in a more effective and financially optimal manner. There is no conflict in the cricket becoming more popular and entertaining after the introduction of the IPL tournament. Therefore, BCCI is entitled to the continuance of its registration under section 12A and the order passed by the CIT stands quashed. The second big news is that the CBIC issued a clarification in respect of the applicability of the dynamic quick response code. The clarification states that when an invoice is issued to a recipient located outside India for which the place of supply is in India and the payment is received by the supplier either in convertible foreign exchange or in Indian rupees wherever permitted by the RBI then such invoice may be issued without having a dynamic QR code this relaxation has been provided since in such cases the dynamic QR code cannot be used by the recipient outside India to make payment to the supplier The third big occurrence would be the Supreme Court constitutionally validating the provisions of RERA in the case of new tech promoters and developers versus the state of UP. The Supreme Court held that the condition of pre-deposit imposed on promoters for filing of appeals under section 43.5 of the Real Estate Act 2016 is neither discriminative nor violative of articles 14 or 19.1g of the Constitution of India. The court held that the legislature intends to ensure that the rights of the decree holders are to be protected and only genuine bona fide appeals are to be entertained. Therefore, section 43.5 of the RERA that envisaged a condition of pre-deposit on promoters for filing appeals is neither discriminative nor violative of articles 14 or 19.1g of the Constitution of India. In other news the IBBI has clarified that insolvency professional handling voluntary liquidation process is not required to seek any no objection certificate or no due certificate from the income tax department as part of compliance in the liquidation process IBBI noticed that even after providing an opportunity to file claims the liquidator sought NOC or NDC from the income tax department even though the code or the regulations do not envisage seeking such certificates the IBBI said that the process of applying and obtaining NOC or NDC from the income tax department was a cumbersome task it consumed substantial time and therefore militated against the express provisions of the code and defeated the objective of time bound completion of the process under the code lastly a query was raised before the export advisory committee of icai a company provides the storage tank facility to store aviation turbine fuel the company must maintain a minimum level of aviation turbine fuel or atf in storage tanks to operate plant and machinery for its intended use 
This ATF is not held for sale and its quantity will never undergo any changes and shall remain intact till the life of the facility. The company approached the committee of ICAI to get guidance on its accounting. The expert advisory committee of ICAI evaluated India 16 to answer this query. India 16 provides that an asset shall be classified as property, plant and equipment if held for use and not for sale in its ordinary course of business or for providing goods or services or for rental or any administrative purposes. Now since ATF is not held for sale in the ordinary course of business and is required to be maintained in storage tanks to make them operative its quantity will never change therefore it is a part of the cost of storage tanks and should be recognized in the books as property plant and equipment if the cost of ATF dead stock is significant to the total cost of the storage tanks and if the useful life of that part is different from the useful life of the remaining asset the depreciation should be provided accordingly So that was all for this week's episode and if you did like what we serve follow our podcast on Buzzsprout Spotify and a bunch of other platforms we will soon be available on follow us on Instagram Twitter and LinkedIn for the fastest updates on tax and corporate laws everything you need is in the description we post new episodes every friday so tune in next week for some more have a great weekend Now purchase all taxman products and services in 3 easy steps at a no cost TMI. Buy now and pay later. More details in description.